Rusty Quill presents. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I uh well, I ran out of space on the first side of the cassette, so this is a continuation of entry number 10, titled What's in the Safe, written by an exchange member going by the name Satterdead, and recorded by Jess Seagard. Over the next few days, I started to get to know the other people going down there. Some were part of the construction crew, others were their friends and family. Some went down to spend time with people that had passed. Others were living out dreams of long-lost love or missed opportunities. This one guy was obsessed with a TV show, and Angela helped him live out his dream of being part of the cast. There were about 12 people overall, and... I got to know some of them pretty well. The amount of time we spent with Angela changed from day to day. Some experiences could last for days on end while only spending hours in the real world. My longest time was about three days, well, only taking about two hours of real time. I was the VIP on a Caribbean cruise, being pinballed between an open bar, smiling faces, and never-ending comfort. And once I stepped out, the others were there for the come down. We shared our experiences, had a few cups of coffee, and went on with our day. Some wouldn't leave, though. Some would stay there. I lost track of time overall. I missed doctor's appointments, checkups, follow-ups, all of it. I stopped taking calls, and I forgot to give my friend money for groceries. I started having trouble discerning my real needs from the comfort of dreaming. I only ate and slept because my come-downs would get worse if I didn't. That moment where you come back to your body can be devastating if you're hungry, tired, and thirsty. That's why some brought wine. 
It was easier to come back if you were a bit buzzed. I was involved with this group for about four weeks total. It felt like a lot longer, since every time we went along with Angela, it would feel like a day or several in and of itself. I went on countless adventures, to the point where I started to dissociate with my body. I'd forget about all my needs and wants. Like, what's the point of changing your shirt if you're only going to be awake in this body for another six hours or so? It kind of felt like putting on a three-piece suit before heading to bed. Now, my leg was still broken. I had people come by to help me downstairs, and a lot of us had fixed up that space pretty well. We'd hung lights along the wall, colored the concrete floor with crayons, and watered the sprouting flowers growing from the pots and soil. I don't quite know what they were supposed to be, but it was called Helianthus cerulea. Apparently, it was Angela's favorite. We'd made that space our own. Then there was that one night. There were 26 of us in total, all gathered in that basement. I sat in my wicker chair. Others were spread out all across the room. There was this sense of anticipation in the air, like charged static. We could feel tonight was going to be special. And finally, her voice came through. Oh, isn't this something, laughed Angela. So many friends. Thank you for this, this confidence. I don't deserve you. Some laughed, some just smiled. There was a young couple leaning against one another in the corner, raising a drink to the safe. Good vibes all around. Tonight, I want to meet you all. There, on the other side. Is that okay with you? A cheer rose from the crowd. Of course it was okay. We loved Angela. We were dying to see her. You were all too kind. Sweet dreams, my loves. As I exhaled and closed my eyes, something unfamiliar blanketed my mind. And when I opened my eyes, I was somewhere I'd never been before. I was looking down at my naked feet buried into black sand. My legs were glazed with the light from a red sun setting over a white horizon. A dark, endless ocean spread out in front of me. The others were there as well. Some looked younger or healthier, but we were all there. Our best selves, relieved of worry and pain. It's different, someone said. We're really here. We're all really here. Some cheered. A couple of girls were dancing by the water. The young couple was making out, rolling around in the sand. I just stood there taking in the magnificent view. Closing my eyes, my real life felt like the dream. This was the actual me, dreaming that I was a miserable office drone with a broken leg. A hand brushed against my shoulder. I'm glad you're here, Angela whispered. I looked up at her. Angela was seven feet tall. It's hard to describe her. She was sort of devoid of color. Not white, not black, just uncolored. No hair, no scars, neither man nor woman. She looked like a quasi-person who hadn't yet decided on what to be. 
She had no facial expression. Her eyes had no color. And the strangest detail was her hands. She had no fingernails. I could imagine her looking down on me with benevolence. But at that moment, there was nothing. No matter what I imagined, I could tell there was nothing there. She gave me a pat on the back and turned to the others. Tonight, you don't have to leave, she said. You can stay as long as you want. You can go wherever you want. You can go together, alone, or as a group. There are no restrictions. Your generous gifts and your confidence in me have realized my full potential. She dove into the water. We followed her. Others crowded ahead of me, eager to follow her into the deep. I lagged behind. Let's go for a swim together, she said. To distant shores and untold lands beyond. My leg hurt. There was this uncomfortable nerve pinch shooting at the side of my body. I looked down. I could feel the water pooling around my feet. I was perfectly fine, but I could still feel the pain. The real pain. Looking back up, some people were gone. I tried to find the young couple, the girls who'd been playing by the water. Counting heads, I only saw 19 of us. Had some of them gone ahead? As I scanned the surface, I saw a head dip under the water. They didn't come back up. One by one, people started to doubt. Some of us looked at one another, unsure of what to do. Angela, who was the furthest out, urged us to hurry. Come then, she laughed. It's not that far. I saw a man ahead of me have a change of heart. He turned to head back to shore. He met my gaze for a second, and in the blink of an eye, he was pulled under. Panic, we fled back to the shore. I saw something moving in the waves. Someone who dipped down came back up, screaming for help. Others just screeched like wounded animals. A cacophony of horrible realizations came at me all at once. Let go of me! Let go! One screamed. It's got me! It's got me! Please! Please! No! As soon as something cold touched my toe, I flinched. And for a moment, the spell was broken. I was back in the real world, standing at the edge of the concrete hole. Everyone else had jumped in. Some were having seizures in the dirt. Others had stopped breathing. I saw a young man with a broken neck. I had been putting weight on my wounded leg, which distracted me from jumping in myself. I had been compelled, but that tiny bit of pain had kept me grounded. The safe was slightly ajar, and something was emerging from within. Then I was back on that beach. White algae were spreading across the black sand like sickly veins. I saw one man being dragged into the deep, no matter how hard he dug his hands into the sand. There were only a few of us left. Just a little further, said Angela. You're almost there. Her voice boomed across the horizon. I tried to run, but I couldn't. My leg hurt too much. But I clung to that pain. I let it radiate through me. I listened to it and I let it pull me back to what was actually happening. Reality. That spiking ache enveloped me, and I opened my tired eyes. Something let go of my arm as I pulled my way back from the edge of the hole. There were only a handful of bodies left, 
A colorless arm emerged from the safe, grabbing a middle-aged man by the leg. It started pulling him back. It's not too late, said Angela, her voice much clearer now. You can still come with us. What the fuck are you doing to these people? I asked. What is this? They're coming with me, she said. We're going away. You're killing them. You're killing us. With your consent. The body of the middle-aged man snapped and twitched as it was forced into the safe. It reminded me of a snake with an unhinged jaw devouring its prey whole. Something grabbed my healthy leg and pulled me forward. I tumbled into the pit right next to the safe. From there, in that angle, it looked enormous. My heart pounded, trying to leap out of my chest. This wasn't a well-meaning dream fairy. This was a goddamn predator. My heart pounded, trying to leap right out of my chest. I... I I don't want this. You said you did. You don't have my consent. I say no. No. You don't want this? No. I want to go. Right now. I'll... There was a moment of consideration. The safe was left slightly ajar. Angela took a deep breath. I'll make you want this. The next part is hard to talk about. In the blink of an eye, I was in a scorching desert. I was chased by rabid beasts longing to rip me apart. They seemed to get closer and closer the faster I ran, and the sand dunes went higher and higher. Sweat stung my eyes, and my lungs were aching from exhaustion. In a way, I knew I could give up. I could give in. I could take Angela's hand and walk peacefully into the unknown. But the beasts caught up to me. And mouthful by bloody mouthful, they started tearing me apart, leaving my body broken and exposed in the sand. My throat struggling to breathe. I could feel myself slipping in and out of consciousness. Tell me when you're ready to go, Angela whispered, brushing my hair. Just take my hand. I wanted to, but I could still feel my broken leg. This wasn't real. Over what felt like weeks, maybe months, I was tortured, I was shot, drowned, eaten, burned, dismembered, all of it. The worst was when she put me somewhere where I knew it'd happen eventually, but not immediately, or when it could happen at any time, but I didn't know when. I had everything I loved destroyed in front of me. Every dream turned nightmare. I was back in that car, with the wind rushing through my hair and my high school sweetheart punctured my eyes with her teeth. I was eaten alive by family and friends. I was buried alive, hearing people dance on my grave through rotting ears. All my screams went unheard and all my tears meant nothing. This would never end. This would never stop. A never-ending parade of misery and no matter how much I screamed, cried or begged it didn't matter I had to submit I had to give her my consent I had to or this would keep going 
But I held on to my pain. The real pain. I knew that somewhere out there was the actual world. With real horrors and real experiences. Where dreams were just dreams. At some point, I woke up in an ambulance. An oxygen mask chafing against my nose. I could smell blood. I couldn't move my arms and... There was a strange tingle in my fingertips, a deafening siren pounding in my ears. He's coming too, someone called out. I remember looking into the eyes of a young man standing next to me. He was trying to check out my pulse. My leg, I said. It hurts. It really, really hurts. And it did. It really did hurt. For real. One of the other contractors had been wondering what was going on. People had stopped answering his calls. He'd come around to check on the place, only to find me, alone, unconscious in the basement. He called an ambulance. Apparently he didn't stay long enough to listen to Angela, or maybe she was busy talking to me. They pulled me out and took me to the hospital. I fell in and out of consciousness all the way through. Meanwhile, repairs resumed. The first thing they did was fill in the floor. No one told me what happened to the safe. As it turns out, I was in Angela's world for three actual days. There were some inquiries about people going missing, but apparently it isn't as uncommon as one would think. My episode was attributed to an overdose on painkillers. The others, well... There wasn't one single explanation. I tried talking to people about it, but it was hard to make them listen. I'm writing this to remind myself that what I experienced was real. I can't talk to anyone about it since anyone involved is, well, gone. I've since moved to an apartment instead, and my leg is all better. And the further I get from that day that summer, the more it feels like an impossibility. But I know it happened. I know it did. I think what saved me in the end was getting away from that place. But still, in my heart of hearts, I have to admit, I want to go back. Maybe if I'd followed her, everything would have been okay. And maybe it wouldn't be. Hello? 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 Tiny Terrors is an anthology horror podcast produced by Pulp Audio and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. This episode was directed by Cole Weavers with sound production and editing by Mike LeBeau. 
To find additional information or to join our Patreon for additional content and ad-free episodes, visit our website, www.tinyterrorspod.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Tiny Terrors Pod. Or join the Pulp Audio Discord by clicking the link in the description below. Rate and review us on Spotify and Apple. And finally, thanks for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.